RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Wednesday, August 14th, 2019. On today's show, CBS and Viacom have finally announced a merger deal. I'll go over the key points of the announcement, where the new combined company goes from here, and what it will all mean for Star Trek. All that plus this week in Star Trek history, coming up next. CBS and Viacom have finally announced their long-awaited merger. In a press release yesterday, CBS Corporation announced that the two companies have entered into a definitive agreement to combine in an all-stock merger, creating a combined company with more than $28 billion in revenue. Cue the Hollywood press going completely mental. As I mentioned yesterday, this merger is of special interest to Star Trek fans, who commonly view it as a reunification of the fractured Trek brand, which has been split between CBS and Paramount Pictures since the last time CBS and Viacom parted ways in 2006. I'll come on to the Star Trek implications of today's announcement later on, but first I'll take a look at the important bits you need to know. There's a lot to unpack in CBS's announcement, which consisted of a six-page full-color PDF press release and a further 20-page slideshow full of bullet points and infographics. The focus of the announcement by CBS was on what the new combined company can offer investors and advertisers, and it's prudent to point out that while CBS and Viacom have agreed to the merger, it still needs to be approved by regulators. CBS asserts that the deal is expected to close by the end of 2019. So let's break down the major story points. The name of the new company will be Viacom CBS Inc. While the name might imply some prominence of Viacom over CBS, that's not actually a takeaway here. In reality, according to the press release, existing CBS shareholders will own approximately 61% of the combined company, and existing Viacom shareholders will own approximately 39% of the combined company on a fully diluted basis. Current Viacom president and CEO Bob Backish will be the new president and CEO of Viacom CBS. And current CBS president and acting CEO Joe Ianello will become chairman and CEO of CBS. Don't be confused by the brand names here. CBS will be just one of many consumer brands under the new Viacom CBS umbrella, alongside Showtime, Nickelodeon, MTV, BET, Comedy Central, and Paramount Network, among others. The new 13-member board of directors for Viacom CBS will be made up of six members from CBS, four members from Viacom, Bob Backish in his role as president and CEO, and two members from National Amusements. Sherry Redstone, the current vice chair of both CBS and Viacom, will be named chair of the combined company. 
When the merger is finalized, Viacom CBS is expected to turn over more than $28 billion annually, as I mentioned earlier. Approximately $15 billion of that is from CBS-owned operations, and $13 billion from Viacom. And the big one. The combined company will boast the largest market share of the U.S. TV viewing audience, with a gargantuan 22%. The closest competitor will be Comcast with 18%. They're the owners of Universal Pictures and NBC, followed by Disney and Fox with 14% each. Discovery, which controls the Discovery Channel, Animal Planet, TLC, HGTV, The Food Network, and others, rounds out the top five with 11% of the total U.S. TV viewing audience. So where is Viacom CBS going next? The press announcement outlines what Viacom CBS calls a powerful three-part strategy for growth. Part one. Accelerate direct-to-consumer strategy. In short, invest in streaming services, both ad-supported like the free streaming service Pluto, and subscription-based like CBS All Access, the current home of Star Trek. Part 2. Enhance distribution and advertising opportunities. Now this is actually a big one that's hard to wrap your head around. The announcement reads, For distributors, this includes forming more expansive and multifaceted relationships and applying the benefit of retransmission consent across a combined portfolio. For advertisers and agencies, the combined company will provide industry-leading reach through a variety of formats, including a portfolio of differentiated advanced advertising and marketing solutions. What I hear through all the jargon is that the breadth of Viacom CBS's reach will allow them to be able to sell you stuff in ways that haven't even been invented yet. And finally, part three, create a leading producer and licensor of premium content to third-party platforms globally. Now, I've mentioned before how licensing productions to other networks has been a big profit driver for CBS, and this is taking it to the next level. According to one of the announcement's infographics, Viacom CBS will have production capability on five continents, with episodic content being aired in 183 countries in 45 languages. That's a lot of content to sell to a lot of eyeballs. Now I'm going to take a break here for just a moment, after which I'll be looking at what we know about the fate of Star Trek in view of the merger news, and of course, I'll have a bit of Star Trek history. But first, a word from me. This show is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. From as little as a dollar a month, you can help me keep the show running by offsetting some of my production costs, and allowing me to concentrate on bringing you the best Star Trek content as it happens. To find out how you can be a part of the Daily Star Trek News family, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Right, so I've covered the nuts and bolts of the CBS and Viacom merger that was announced yesterday. But what does it all mean for Star Trek? Based on the information that we got in the merger announcement, who knows? 
Be wary of news headlines in the next few days and weeks, because until we hear any official announcements from CBS's Star Trek Global Franchise Group, most of what you'll be seeing with Star Trek in the headline will be what I call hot takes. Informed speculation at best, and wild guesswork at worst. However, it's worth pointing out that Star Trek did in fact appear in the press release yesterday. In the section titled Strategic Rationale, Star Trek got a brief mention in the Premium Content at Scale bullet point. Here's what they had to say. The combined company will possess a portfolio of powerful consumer brands, as well as one of the largest libraries of iconic intellectual property, spanning every key genre and addressing consumers of all ages and demographics. This library comprises 140,000-plus TV episodes and 3,600-plus film titles, and reunites fan-favorite franchises such as Star Trek and Mission Impossible. Make no mistake, Star Trek's role in this announcement has so far been very much in service of ViacomCBS. While fans of the franchise, me included, are excited by the prospect of a reunited Trek, we must remember that Viacom CBS is a business, or it will be once the merger is complete, and Star Trek is here for its benefit, not the other way around. It's also worth pointing out here, again, that while both CBS and Viacom have agreed to the merger plan and publicly announced their intent to merge, the deal still has legal hurdles to go through, which will take time. Regulators in the United States will need to approve the merger, and at least one legal challenge has already popped up in the rumor mill. The Hollywood Reporter says that Mario Gabelli, the biggest independent voting stockholder in both CBS and Viacom, implied in a tweet Tuesday afternoon that he might seek a legal challenge to the merger, citing a lack of appraisal rights. Even if the merger is approved by the end of the year like they expect, we're not likely to see much change in the short-term strategy of products like Star Trek. So to sum up, there are a few major points that you can take away from yesterday's big news. CBS and Viacom intend to merge to form Viacom CBS, with the leadership and control slightly in CBS's favor. The deal will mean that the new Viacom CBS will lead market share of US TV viewership by a strong margin. The forward-looking strategy is to leverage the new combined properties to build on the most successful parts of CBS's recent strategies, like investment in streaming services and licensing to third parties, And finally, there's little to no information on what the impact will actually be on the Star Trek franchise. And that's all I have to say about that. For now. I expect that we'll see several stories about this merger in the coming weeks and months before it's all finalized, and more than a few hot takes. I'll pick out some of my favorites of those later this week, because, let's be honest, everyone loves a bit of rampant speculation. Now, before I close out for the day, let's turn away from today's news and take a look back into Star Trek history. It was this week, today in fact, back in 1953, that composer James Horner was born. Horner was an Oscar and Golden Globe winning composer who scored such memorable films as Aliens, Titanic, A Beautiful Mind, and Avatar. 
His body of work also includes scores for the animated film An American Tale, Batteries Not Included, Cocoon, Willow, The Rocketeer, Braveheart, Apollo 13, Jumanji, and basically all of my favorite films growing up. Horner is best known to Star Trek fans as the composer behind the scores of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, and Star Trek III, The Search for Spock. James Horner sadly died in a plane crash in 2015. He was 61. Tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'll be back tomorrow with all the Star Trek news you need to know, and maybe a hot take or two. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com. The Roddenberry Podcast Network.